Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-line splat holes of gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy with your friend Steven Izzy On January 2nd, unexplained noises Unusual disturbances And unnatural sounds will finally surface They're coming! Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned, Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Tonight. It's uh, the 2004, sounds like straight to DVD movie, Tremors 4, The Legend Begins. Yeah! Now, uh, you all may remember back our first episode they almost all two years ago. remember our first episode. I think it's still our most downloaded just because it's our first. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we uh, talked about this movie a little bit uh, mm-hmm. when we were... Well, our, our first episode was Tremors 5 Bloodlines, where we kind of went through the whole Tremors cinematic we universe. We did a little catch-up, because everything is kind of touched upon in Tremors 5. Indeed, indeed. It's a, a culmination of the previous. Mm-hmm. Um, but first, before Tremors 4... Oh, we are not... We are far too sober to review this movie. Excellent. Let's see what we have here to drink upon. Mm. Ooh, from Sonoma Springs Brewing. And of Ooh. course, Sonoma County, California. Woo! We have their Divine Harvest, which is a Dunkelweiss beer. Yes! I love Dunkelweissens. And of course, this was delivered by Hopsy, a beer delivery service here in the Bay Area, at least. Yeah. Might be in other areas, but I don't know. I think they, yeah, I think they're in like Chicago or something. But yes, we've got a little 32 ounce growlette. Excellent. And pop the top. Oh, my top! Ooh. And then the pour. Oh, look at all that CO2 coming off of it. Yeah, it looks like a Dunkelweizen. Mm. You know, it's funny. This beer is often compared, like flavor-wise, to raisins. Dunkelweizen. Yeah. It's kind of the color of a raisin. Kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. like the highlights and stuff they put near the the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's yeah. kind of a brownie beer, very caramely colored, uh, very cloudy, white frothy head. Mmm, smells Dunkelweizen-y. Mm-hmm. Get a little bit of that banana and clove right off the top. Steve's gone in for the sip. Straight off the growler. Straight off the growler. Like a fucking man. Like a goddamn gunslinger. Um, yeah, definitely get the banana and clove. Um, yeah, definitely like a, mm-hmm. like, like roasted, like, toast kind of. This is a drier Dunkel yeah, than. Yeah, not, not as uh, malt forward as you might expect. Yeah, but, but still a good beer. Yeah, it's pretty okay. good. Yeah, and at five point seven percent, fairly effective for a dry beer. Yeah, yeah. yeah so uh, if you're ever in Sonoma Springs, check out Sonoma Springs Brewing. Woo! So, uh, Steve, yes. I'm going to go ahead and ve- go out on a limb here and say this is definitely in my guaranteed in my top ten, probably in my top five of good movies that are the fourth in a, in the series. <laughs> it's true. You, you have to think like, all right, fourth in a series. Yeah. Uh, 
How many series make it to four, even? Air Bud, uh, James Bond, Fast and Furious. <laughs> uh, uh, Mad Max. Oh, Ma- oh, yeah. Fourth one, and that one's pretty fucking awesome. I think that's my number one. Yeah, Mad Max this Road. This movie holds up. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's, uh, you know, fairly low budget, but uh, it's uh, a prequel to the uh, Tremors original, the cult classic from 1990. Yeah! Um, and Tremors 2, and Tremors 3. And Tremors, yeah, all of them, yeah. <laughs> but uh, set back in 1889 in Rejection, Nevada. Yeah! Um, Welcome to Rejection. <laughs> We got Chang's Market, of course. Yeah. Have to begin the legend. Oh, actually, yes, say we, the first scene is when they're in the the silver mine. Yes, they're in a silver mine. And we're introduced to Juan. Yes. uh, Who will basically be uh, one of the main characters. (laughs) Although Steve thought for sure he was about to be snacked upon. (laughs) Pretty much every 10 seconds he thought he was about to be snacked upon. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's it's one of those things like when he was talking to the other miners and stuff and they're all talking about what their plans for the future are and stuff like that. I've got to pay on my land. I'm like, oh yeah, these guys are goners. Every last (laughs) one of them. (laughs) (laughs) If only I could help my sick mother. Oh, they're back in the... Uh, you're a goner, buddy. <laughs> Goodbye, Hector. We liked you. <laughs> and the guy who spends all his money on whiskey, I'm blanking on his name uh, at the end of the tunnel. Whiskey Pete. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but we do meet Soggy later. <laughs> uh, we do. And Big Horse Johnson. But that's another... Uh, <laughs> later on. Um, so yeah, they're sitting there chatting, mining away. And then all of a sudden, uh, one of the guys down the, down the mine goes missing. Down the shaft. <laughs> it doesn't uh, go down... Well... I think people are thinking he's like fell down a mine shaft, but oh, he's no, literally it, at the end of the mine, like yeah. it's a dead end, and then he disappears. Where could he have gone? I don't know. Let's go check it out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He just disappeared, and then all of a sudden the other guy gets lifted up to the, <gasps> the, the I guess, the ceiling of the mine, yeah. the top part, and he comes back down without a head. Ah, in good tremors <laughs> fashion. Uh, this movie has a lot of. Either just the head is missing or just the head is left. Right. Like this whole series. <laughs> yeah, those uh, those graboids, they go straight for the neck. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, so then, uh, so then we go to the City of Rejection. Um, mm-hmm. We find out uh, the mine has been closed for a couple of weeks and everybody's leaving because 17 people were killed in a mining accident. Yeah, and then everybody who's gone up there since then and to check it out has disappeared. Yeah, yeah. Tough, tough luck for that town. Uh, yeah. We're uh, introduced to the the lady that runs the local hotel, which mm-hmm. is really tense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, Chang's Market, ran by a nice little Chinese family with mm-hmm. their little boy, Fu. Yeah. Um, who else is there? By the way, I'm going to go ahead and throw him also in the category of, he's annoying, but one of the least annoying kids in a movie. It's true. Like, as far as movies where it's adults and then, you know, the kid sidekick. Yeah. He could be so much worse. Yeah, it's true. He's no short round. <laughs> well, well, who can be, right? Um, and then we're uh, introduced. The town gets word that the owner of the mine is coming to town. Ooh, he well, must be a rich guy. He must be a big, fat, rich guy. Must be a fat, rich guy named Hiram Gummer. Hiram Gummer. Played by the great Michael Gross. Oh. Uh, from every Tremors movie and Family Ties. and You yeah. mean our, our returning actor. That's right, our returning <laughs> actor. 
Um, as the ancestor of Burt Gummer, the character he plays in all the other movies. Yeah. Uh, but he comes to town. He's a he's a bit of a dandy. He has a proper accent. And <laughs> yes, he's been educated. He hasn't been on a horse since his sixth birthday. Wait, that was a camel. That was a camel. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, I almost forgot the uh, Tacopa. The Ah, uh, yes, Indian the Native American uh, helper out at the market. Yeah, played by August Schellenberg. Oh, one of the yeah. great Native American actors of our day. By the way, he's totally banging the hotel owner, right? Oh, he's got to be. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's yeah, that, yeah. that that's given. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, also, uh, I forgot to mention this movie is directed by S.S. Wilson. Who's that, Steve? Uh, you may be wondering who that is. No. Um, he also directed Tremors 2, Aftershocks. Uh, but he's known yeah. as, like, the chiefly the writer for Stampede Entertainment. Uh, mm-hmm. who's, who's that, Steve? It's him, uh, Rob Underwood, and... Shit, another guy I can't think of offhand. But they, they uh, basically wrote and or directed Short Circuit, Short Circuit 2, Batteries Not Included, uh, Ghost Dad, <laughs> um, Heart and Souls... And, uh, City Slickers? Yes, yeah, I think City Slickers was among them. Uh, Mr. Wilson also was a writer on Wild Wild West, one of yes! your favorite movies. That movie is awful. <laughs> Awfully entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's fucking ridiculous. At, at least you think so. Um, but yes, the, Mr. Wilson directed this one. Uh, yeah, it's basically this in Tremors 2 is really the only thing he's directed um, but yeah, uh, good use of practical effects mixed with yeah. CGI of the day. I don't know. Was... Yeah, no, I think this is a good example of a movie that had a very specific budget, had fairly gra- grandiose ideas, and they did a good job of they used the CGI at night so that you don't you yeah. can hide a lot of its flaws, and then they used you know puppets for the rest, and it works. Yeah. I mean. There are very few scenes in this that are like, oh, that looks bad. Like, eh, for, right. for the majority it's, it's straight of it, to DVD, you're in. you know. <laughs> for straight to DVD, this is pretty good. This is better than some movies we've seen in theaters, honey. Oh, it's true. How dare you bring up Gods of Egypt? <laughs> on a scale, uh, on a scale of Gods of Egypt to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> this is about a no. <laughs> four and a half. This is about a Shark Lake. No, I don't know. no this no, is, is better, better than Shark, than Shark Lake. Lake. Yeah. It's better than uh, Cowboys vs. Dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely better than any of the Sci-Fi Channel ones. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, at this point, uh, we're introduced to Hiram Gummer, a uh, bit of a dandy. Uh, rides around on a bicycle, which can't really do in the Old West. His chain snaps immediately. He also doesn't carry a firearm. He doesn't use... He's, he has never used guns. Yeah, which is the exact opposite of his uh, later ancestor, <laughs> Bert Gummer. Oh, who, we'll get to that. We will. Oh, we'll get to that. Um, so yeah, the, basically he puts the word out that uh, he wants to reopen the mine because yeah, that's yeah. you know where he's getting his money from, and they were getting really got like an incredible. Uh, it was like two hundred ounces per ton or something. Two hundred ounces saying. of silver per ton. That's per ton fucking two ounces of silver per ton would be a highly effective mine. Yeah, yeah. Like so. yeah, it, honestly, if it's paying out that much. 
it doesn't matter how many dragons are like it doesn't matter how many dragons you have to like actually crawl in the mouth of you'd have people <laughs> willing to go out there true true but um, for some reason nobody will so he he decides uh to take Juan, who's the only survivor and a couple of other miners up yeah and he's like three other guys or no four other guys because it was like the walton brothers mm-hmm. big horse johnson and yeah. soggy oh soggy <laughs> Um, needless to say those four don't last that long but uh but we get our first glimpse of a monster we sure do the dust or the dirt dragons (laughs) yeah so they're they're camping overnight uh because they get there and it's like oh the sun's going down we should probably camp for the night um here after discovering that Juan's hat is covered in uh the rotting remains of his buddies uh that's like the grossest scene in this movie. Yeah, isn't it really it? is. Yeah, where they're like peeling the flesh off the top of the yeah. hat or whatever. And he has a mother hat, like, he's not going to need it any longer. <laughs> yeah, by the way, uh, Juan cannot hang on to a hat in this movie. No. He's, like, a, he's like allergic to him. It's, <laughs> it's a running gag that kind of works. But when they're camping overnight, uh, the horses get loose. They go Soggy's been playing his accordion. Oh, yeah, his random ass accordion. <laughs> I uh, guess you just don't have an ear for musical talent. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's when we're introduced to the dirt dragons, who at first basically just fly out of the ground yeah. and take people out. Yeah, they are tiny little graboids that can fly through the air, basically. Wee! Like little flying fish. Yeah. Uh, oh, that last death with the <laughs> one uh, one taking it low on one side, taking it yes. high on the other. <laughs> <laughs> was it a uh, Burt Gummer calls them later uh, like some sort of possessed trout? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or demonic trout. Demonic, demonic trout. trout. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, but so then they go back uh, to town, and basically Bert's plan is to se- send out word for a gunslinger uh, because they yeah. need to oh, be a crack uh, shot and and uh, Bert and Juan are the only survivors. Oh yeah, that. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Bert and Juan are the only survivors. Go back to town. Uh, put out a telegraph basically saying, hey, we need a gunfighter. Celery yeah. uh, negotiable. Mm-hmm. And then we fast forward to a month later. Um, uh, where we find out that Bert is penniless. Absolutely penniless. Uh, the only thing he has to his name is a watch, a gold, lucky gold coin, some cufflinks, and that goddamn mine. Yeah. Mostly because the dirt dragons ate his teapot. Sons of bitches. <laughs> uh, but yes, apparently his ailing father invested everything in the mine and uh, so he needs it reopened ASAP. Yeah, but then we're introduced to the, the gunfighter that comes to town. Yeah. Black Hand Kelly. I was really, really hoping he was going to be a surprise for Steve, but Steve had <laughs> looked at the previews. It's true. Played by the great Billy Drago. Uh, you may yeah. know him from The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Yeah! Uh, or really a lot of westerns. He yeah. plays the bad guy. Yeah, he's got a niche. It's a... Yeah. Uh, He's still alive. We should interview him. Anyway, <laughs> I am to be <laughs> stat. No. Give me the M to uh, But he's introducing, of course, he's you know the gruff like, mm. yeah, I'm a man. Shoot a bit of thing. Hey kid, why don't you throw me that apple? What? Throw you an apple? Are you gonna shoot it? Ah, just throw it right at me. 
uh, throws the apple, catches it, and eats it. And everybody's like, <laughs> we really thought you were going to shoot that it's apple. It's a great yeah. bait and switch. <laughs> then he shoots the salami right off a guy. <laughs> or off a wall. Off a wall, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the kind of gunslinger who can shoot the nuts off a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> As it's so eloquently put by another gentleman. You know, this movie has some really good lines. Oh, it really does. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, whatever happens to old drunky in town? Yeah. Did he run off or something? I don't remember him getting eaten or anything. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. They, we he, weren't paying attention. He just decided to not show up to work one right? day. Like, fine, we'll just write him out. <laughs> uh, so they go to the mine, um, and they're having a little well, trouble. Juan, oh, Black sorry. Hand Kelly, and yeah. Bert. Well, not Bert. Uh, Hiram. Hiram. I'll go up to the mine. Yeah, and uh, they can't find nothing. They can't find the monsters, and of course, Black Hand Kelly's like looking around, like, "Look, guys, I don't know what you're trying to pull here, but uh, if I ain't got nothing to shoot at, <laughs> <laughs> with as much as I've paid you." <laughs> uh, then we find a uh, basically Black Hand finds out that Hiram's a real dandy, like can't even get on a horse by himself, and he says one of the good lines: "Being full grown don't make you a man." It's true. If I need a horse ridden, I'll hire someone to ride it. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, so they decide uh, to follow the follow the mountain, try and see if they can hunt down these dirt dragons. They find a few uh, like skins of them. So Black Hand yeah. Kelly's like, maybe oh. your little dragon's dad. And the eggs. They find don't they find the sheds first? I think they do. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. They probably do. Sorry. Yeah, and one's like maybe it sheds its skin like a snake. And then they come across the, so I guess there was a hot spring inside the mine that they refunneled out like the backside of the mountain, and it looks like it uh, eroded part of the earth away, and found some eggs that it heated up. And they're like, maybe these are where they came from. They ain't no chicken. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, and then so they're looking around from there, and they see off in the distance, a wagon. <gasps> Whose wagon is that? Oh, that's old Fred's wagon. Wait, old Fred was in the first movie. He sure was. He's the guy at the top of the power lines. Yeah, one of the first deaths in the uh, original Tremors movie, which was kind of a nice little callback. I uh, I appreciated it quite a bit. Yeah, so they go investigate it. The wagon's been, like, torn in half. Yeah. And, uh, then they stumble upon a head popping up out of the ground. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Just like, uh, uh, I'm trying to think. Oh, let's see. Oh, wait. Was Old uh, Fred so, the guy at the top of the power line, or was Old Fred the sheep farmer? Yeah, no, I think, it was, just I think the it was the sheep farmer that got pulled. Okay, down. yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's a, a death from the first one. They reenact it. It's pretty great. It's a very good reveal. Yeah. Um, oh, I, these movies have monster movies down. They've they do. got a good formula. So they decide to. Uh, they got to find a good place to sleep for the night. They want to be on so something solid. It's three miles back up to the uh, the mountain. So one decides to take them down to... The mill house? Yes, the mill... Uh, no. No, it wasn't the mill. Or um, it was like some sort of like wagon turn off kind of a thing. But anyway, they had like yeah. the railroad beams it's, for the the ground, so... Yeah, I think it's where basically... Uh, I, f I forget what they, they called it, but it's basically where the supply wagons would like check in. Ah, so they'd yeah. have to go in and the telegraph... I don't know. Yeah, but the important thing is, yeah, they had the There's a the telegraph and big heavy beams. Yeah. yeah so exactly. they decide, uh, apparently in this movie, the uh, Graboids have lost all taste for horses, because the horses keep getting away. <laughs> well, the horses are fast, though, too. <laughs> it's true. Graboids are pretty fast, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh, 
but yeah, so they spend the night there, um, and, and there's even a little scene where, like, a little target practice with uh, Hiram and uh, Black Hand Kelly teaching them how to shoot. And then it rumbles underneath. But don't worry, they can't get through the beams. And uh, this is, oh, oh no, they were asleep, asleep first. Asleep. It starts yeah, yeah, out yeah. with them asleep. And uh, the if you've seen these movies before, the old snakehead tongues come around and are feeling them up. And, oh my god, there's nine of them! No! There's only three monsters! Each three heads is actually their tongues! Ah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so they do a little target practice with the Graboids uh, roaming around underneath. One keeps assuring them they can't break through the beams. And then they bust <laughs> out a wall, drag the first beam away. <laughs> and then the next beam. And then the next beam. And then, basically, by morning, they've pretty much taken out the floor. <laughs> they have. It takes the guys until morning to realize they have a telegraph that they could yeah. have been SOSing. <laughs> for none of them know... Uh, SOS, so they just start, they send one over to just start tapping <laughs> just it. Just start tapping it, yeah. Because, fun fact, little Foo over at the, uh, at the Chang Market. His he, actual name. His name no, is Foo. <laughs> uh, like Foo Young? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, Foo Chang? <laughs> no, because... Oh, yeah, Foo, Foo Young Chang? Uh, it doesn't yeah, matter. I don't know, whatever. Little Foo. Little Foo's the one who works the Telegraph over at the market. It's true. <clears throat> yeah, so, uh, then there's a scene where... Uh, yeah, they're tapping away, and then they finally figure out that this telegraph isn't coming from Carson City, it's coming from the turnabout, or, you know, whatever, wherever place they're at, whatever it's yeah. called. the wagon station. And, uh, oops, sorry. One of the, the worms come up out of the ground, and one yeah. starts riding it like a bronco, basically. Oh, it comes up right between his legs, and yeah, yeah. he gets bitten by one of the snakeheads, and uh, they they basically empty their guns into it. One gets thrown. <laughs> oh no! He grabs the, oh, the ceiling right. beams. He grabs the whatever. ceiling beams. Yeah. yeah, and they're able to like kind of scare it off. But uh, yep. uh, basically, Kelly's like, "Why in the fuck didn't you tell me they were that big? I would have brought better guns." <laughs> yep. And then uh, he goes over to investigate a little bit, and then another one pops up behind them. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh uh, well, because they decide to do their final stand. Oh, that's, well, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're gonna empty everything into it. Maybe they'll get a lucky shot. Shot in the brain. Shot in the brain. And then, so, yeah, and then so one gets the drop on him, and he's like in the mouth, ah, you son of a bitch, like shooting down oh, into yeah. it. Oh, <laughs> Black Hand Kelly's death is pretty fucking fantastic. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> he also gets uh, swallowed about 45 seconds before Ex Machina, the... Uh, um, the hotel owner. The hotel owner, she decides to ride, take her carriage horses out, rides as fast as she can down to the station, and uh, is able to rescue Bert and Juan. Juan. Uh, and by the way, so they jump out a window and uh, run across to go get in her wagon. Juan takes a... Pr- Juan. Bert takes a pretty good spill out that window. Oh, I yeah. don't think that was on... <laughs> yeah, he was like, like the feet slip out of me, like lands like right on his back, right on the corner, and I'm like, yeah. ooh, that looks like it hurt. <laughs> I, think, I think it was one of those things he was supposed to kind of be bumbling. I don't think he was supposed to hit that hard. Yeah. Ugh. But yeah, uh, so that was kind of funny. Uh, so then they read off, and the the worms are chasing right behind him. Oh, the horses need to run faster, but they're at their max! And then a little slap on the ass, and they go even faster. Right. <laughs> and that's the end of that scene. <laughs> Pretty much. So, uh, so they get back to town. They've got them trapped in the upper valley. We've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, in the because in the first movie. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, that was super sexy. Uh, so yeah, so they're they're deciding what what can they do. Um, and Bert's basically Bert. I keep calling him Bert, yeah, Mister Gummer. Hiram. Uh, Gummer. Gummer's just like you know what we just got to leave town. Everybody leave town. You know, f this ass. Start whatever. your lives over. I'm gonna take uh, Miss <laughs> Miss. Uh, hotel owner i'm gonna take one of your horses and i'm i'm riding out of here and she's like well you can keep the horse in the saddle but you got to give me the mine and he's like fine dragons are eating it anyway <laughs> <laughs> pretty much and he decides to ride to carson city yeah oh and i think it's around this time where the uh the chinese lady she she has this thing the where wife. she checks the sticks for like it's like fortune telling yeah. like, what does the stick say oh expect a ferocious arrival I'm like what Yes. No sticks gonna say that. Come on. <laughs> and uh, as as Mr. Gummer's getting back into town, Juan way back in rejection, he sees that the worms have made the, their way down into the lower valley and they're headed straight for the town. So the townspeople are gonna have to pack up and leave. The Changs are gonna have to go back to China because they spent all their money on the store. Which I'm gonna argue they don't have enough money to go back to China. That's why they're gonna make it to San Francisco and then probably stay there. <laughs> yeah, I hear they uh, they love the homeless there. Ah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what was what was our uh, Native American's name again? Oh, uh, Tacopa. Tacopa, Tacopa, and the hotel owner. I don't think I ever got her name. Yeah, I, I didn't either. Um, yeah, they're, uh, I don't know, they're packing up and leaving, and she's gonna have to leave her baby grand piano behind. Aww. Uh, Juan is just gonna go look for the next mine yeah. and try and get another hunk of land if he can. And yeah. then off in the distance, they see dirt flying. Oh no! It's the monsters! The monsters! The dragons are coming! No, the dragons are on the north end of the valley. This is on the south end, coming from Carson City. Who or what could it possibly be? The senior comer! It's senior <laughs> Senior Gumbar's on the way no. Gumbarson uh, No, the Japanese <laughs> yeah, like, no. uh, He comes yeah, riding it's... into town with a different team of horses. Yes. Different and team a... of horses and different carriage and he's strapped. <laughs> yeah. He brings back guns for all and a fucking cannon. Yeah, a uh, what are they called? A punk gun? Punk gun. Yeah, which uh, <clears throat> fun factor in fact it's a real thing but more on that later <laughs> uh but yeah he's like handing everybody rifles and describing them and all that and they're like wait you didn't have any money how did you how did you afford all these my i sold my pocket watch oh i thought for sure earlier in the beginning of the movie he had said that his name alone was enough for a line of credit i thought for sure it was going to be a remember my name alone is enough for a line of credit <laughs> yeah, that makes sense but but then again, they're like, yeah, Gummer, what, uh, what's, what's that? What, what's your uh, business Welcome again? to Carson City. We need cash. <laughs> Is your name Carson? <laughs> then we ain't got cash for you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so yeah, he comes back with all the guns. Mm -hmm. uh, they set up a nice little plan to like lure the... The, the, the graboids. Because grab now they're graboids. Yeah, they're full-blown full graboids. Uh, to, like, come up in the middle of town. You know where they usually meet to talk every five right. minutes of this movie. By the way, Steve, if there's anything we learned from Travers 5, what is it? <laughs> if you got graboids, you got ass blasters. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have them pop up in the middle of town where they're making a bunch of noise, and then just have the cannon there ready to just yeah. pop a hot one in them. And, oh, uh, yeah. 
So uh, they they lure a graboid in. It's right in front of Bert or Mister Gummer, and he misses it with a cannon. Yeah, and that's where you get uh, Tacopa saying, "You missed with a cannon." <laughs> Uh, but they uh, line it up again, and he gets a good shot off, and head canoe. <laughs> I love that they made the insides of the graboids basically like orange pu- gack yeah, and pumpkin. It's like pumpkin mill, right? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's spectacular. It, it's such a good effect. <laughs> it works. And then they're like, "Oh, what's that smell?" Oh, they smell worse when they're dead. <laughs> How they smelled bad on the outside. But then there's two more. Indeed. So they set the trap again, and then it comes up and. Swallows the punt gun. To drags it underground. <laughs> drags it underground. What on earth are they going to do now? Dun, dun, dun. But it's circling around. It's coming right back at them. Oh, we forgot to mention earlier, Tacopa had been digging a hole to put up his flag post because they're going to fly, fly the American oh, yeah. flag in front of the hotel. So there's a big hole in the ground in front of the hotel. Hmm. Tacopa, with his quick thinking, he grabs... A uh, giant sword out of the hotel. The saw. saw. saw, That's what I meant, a saw. Crams it down the hole, starts making the thunder noise that we're all familiar with. Drives the graboid right into it. it. You see it. And then you see the little orange blood like coming up out of the ground. (laughs) It's like. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. So now they got left. Uh, interestingly, just like in the first one, old Stumpy, the one who's missing a tongue because it got shot off. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so they meet in the middle of the road to discuss their plan. Of course. The middle of the dirt road, which is absolutely the most dangerous place in town they could be. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then they uh, like, oh, how are we going to do it? Like, well, we have those barrels of gunpowder. Which, by yeah. the way, the barrel saying powder, I was kind of expecting them to open it, and it's like cocaine baby, or... Baby powder, yeah, opium. a powdered sugar or something. You're like, oh, so uh, do nothing. not in a stereotype way at all, uh, Daddy <laughs> Chang knows how to make firecrackers. He can make what? a really big firecracker. Uh, so while they're busy making that, Baby Chang is in the, uh, in the store, and the telegraph goes off. <gasps> making noise so he tries to stop it but the grab it's too late the graboids already burst into the market and it collapses on top of them because everything's made of tents right so little foo's dead no wait that's another movie (laughs) (laughs) no but the graboid isn't coming everybody in town's trying to make noise in the middle of the street and the graboid won't come to them those son of a bitches are smarter than we thought they were but eventually don't worry they get little chang out of the uh uh, out of the out of the, the market, <laughs> and the graboid comes jumping out of the ground like a big beached whale and yeah. flops after them <laughs> for some reason. Traps everybody on top of a wagon except for Tacopa, Juan, and uh, uh, Hiram. and Hiram. So yeah. but they don't have time to finish making the cherry bomb. So what are they going to do? They're going to get their steam engine, yeah, uh, and use an ice pick or one of those ice. Where are they? The, like the things you, you've seen them in cartoons. They're like the big, like reverse scissors they use to pick up ice. Yeah, yeah. they're they're in every Donald Duck commercial, exactly. Donald Duck cartoon. Yeah, it's um, yeah, they're kind of like giant pliers for picking up ice. Ice tongs. We'll ice tongs. Yes, yeah. giant ice tongs. But they turn into a, a hook, basically, yeah. and they grab a little stubby by the end of his tail, mm-hmm. and it pulls him in, pulls him in, pulls him into the turbines of the steam engine. <laughs> Slam! Explosion of pumpkin. Pumpkin chunkin'! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so and then, the town of rejection has been saved. Yay! So they're um, able to open up the mine. We fast forward a couple weeks, months. Yeah, whatever. everybody's rich because Hiram's sharing his wealth yep. with the entire town. Uh, they've decided to rename the town to Perfection. Aww. Aww, Perfection, Nevada. Very nice. Uh, and then one last little thing. The hotel. hotel manager lady gets a gift for Hiram. Well, first off, her and uh, Baby Chang are teaching Hiram how to shoot. Oh, and he yeah, just right. is a terrible shot. So to try and improve his accuracy, she gets him a gift. Ooh, what's this? A... Uh, Civil oh. War era machine gun. It's a rotary cannon from The Last Samurai. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> And while he's working it, we get the closing shot as a freeze frame on Gummer's face in just pure ecstasy. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tremors 4, the legend begins. Oh, fuck, I love this movie, Steve. It was pretty good. I really liked it, yeah. I know you were very skeptical of this one. Like, you've been skeptical of all the Tremors movies, but I know, like, when I said, oh, there's a prequel, and it takes place in Gold Rush days, you were like, pass! Pass, 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 pass! pass. pass. Get the fuck out! (laughs) (laughs) That's about right. Uh, Well, you know, I start thinking, like, hmm, Leprechaun 4, is that the one where they go to space? Or... (laughs) I know, I know. Jurassic Park 4. No, that was actually Jurassic World. Yeah, yeah, that was all right. Um... (laughs) But yeah, uh, so sweetie, what did we learn from Tremors 4? Oh, uh, I learned that uh, the love of guns and shooting and killing is genetic. That's right, it's passed down from generation to generation. What did you learn, honey? I learned the city of perfection Nevada was originally called Rejection, after a famous basketball player of the 1840s. No, I have no idea. (laughs) I also, in this movie, you learn... There's one more piece of the the life cycle of a graboid. The sand or the dirt dragon. The dirt dragon. Little flying dirt dragons. <laughs> like little trout demonic trout. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Uh, oh. but wait, there's more. After these messages, we'll be back with fun facts and your questions and super happy fun times. Super happy fun facts. Hey, do you like movies? Hey, do you like podcasts? If you do, then come on down and listen to the Home Video Hustle podcast, homie. Hustle, hustle. Every Friday, we talk about whatever movie PJ picks out the bag. What does that mean? Well, every Wednesday on our YouTube page, I pick a bunch of movies at random. Sometimes there's a theme to it, sometimes not. PJ picks the movie out, and guess what? We watch it on Friday. We talk about it for about maybe an hour, hour and a half, whatever we feel like doing. Might need something good to watch, baby. Come on down every Friday. So come get your hustle on with Home Video Hustle. You can find the show on any podcatcher app, or you can come down to homevideohustle.poppin.com. All of them in one place for you, so you can go ahead and binge it like it's Netflix. We ain't the Defenders, yeah. but I like to think we a little bit better than that. <laughs> come out at your boys, man. Come chill with us. Peace. Peace. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we? I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com. Slash soup complex. But our main page is on Podbean. 
And you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it. So you don't have to. And then every other other week, we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. No big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. That's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hi, I'm Phil. Oh! Did someone just just (laughs) sign off of AOL? I'm Paul. I really don't have a lot on this. <laughs> oh my god, this is this is rolling off the rails real quick. And I'm Dennis. I, I am so pants. mixed up today, just don't even listen to me anymore. And together we are... Voltron! Well, no, not Voltron. We are Useless Debates in Pop Culture, a weekly... Or we at least try to be. ...podcast that allows you to pick the winner. <laughs> ding, ding. ding. By no means the a lamp. The internet pack. strikes again. Yeah, for sure. We will debate anything. So if you want to hear debates on such useless topics as best Val Kilmer Ooh, role, Tombstone, Tombstone, or best movie soundtrack, American Graffiti, or the most successful former boy band member, JT, then tune into our show. Your podcast is so well named. <laughs> <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes. Podbean and Google Play. And our website, uselessdebate.com. Alright, there we go. Thank God. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Oh my god, those were the greatest commercials that ever commercialed. I swear they keep getting better every week. I, yeah. I don't know what it is. Kudos to everybody who advertises on our podcast. Woo! Ah, sweet. I'm a little parched. You got anything to quench my thirst? Oh, well, I mean, mayhaps. I have something that may suffice. Okay. Another little growlette. From Iron Springs in Fairfax, California. Yeah, we've been there. Yeah, we have. This is the Sluice Oatmeal Stout at 7.5%. Hell yeah. Mm, You ready for me to pop your top, baby? Mm, Pop it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my top. (laughs) And the pour. Oh my god, this is an inky black beer. That is very... Dark, yeah. very sexy. Oh, oh but it's got man. that uh, that cascading foam action going on. Ooh, I always love a good cascading foam action. Mm. Steve is going in. Ooh, I... yeah, definitely a little roasty and chocolate notes. Yeah, mm. and uh, I have to say, light does not penetrate this beverage. Mm. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good. This is a pitch black beer. Yeah, got a nice little chocolate little roast, nice round full flavor to it not super hoppy but uh oh god damn yeah it's pretty damn good i highly recommend this if you are into full-bodied stouts little malt forward lots of chocolate a little bit of roasty god damn mm. steve 
Can we get a 64 ounce of this? Sure, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> and make it so. <laughs> All right, so fun facts. Fun facts, super fun facts, because fun, fun facts. Indeed. Uh, as silly as it looks, as mentioned before, the two inch bore giant shotgun was a real thing. Uh, it was actually used to shoot entire flocks of ducks at one time. <laughs> you would mount the gun on a flat bottom boat, also called a punt, uh, aim to the side of the lake where a flock was feeding, and fire. Goddamn. Duck genocide. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say ducks fly together. <laughs> And they fly together and die together. Right. Anyway. Ducks, 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 When's there going to be a number four for that? Probably pretty soon. I'm sure they're working on it. It was straight to DVD six years ago. Right. Just nobody ever heard of it. No. The Remington Mark III single-shot 10-gauge pistol was the only gun used in the film that was not historically accurate. As it was manufactured from 1915 to 1918. Oh. Uh, however, according to Stampede Entertainment, S.S. Wilson and Michael Gross loved it so much, they decided to use it anyway. <laughs> there you go. Uh, oh, yeah, and, okay, this other fun fact was uh, during their hike in Rejection Valley, Hiram, Juan, and Kelly stumble upon a destroyed wagon belonging to a character named Old Fred. Old Fred was a character from the original Tremors movie, and yeah. goes on from there. But. Yeah, I think he's a sheep farmer now. I take it back. He's not yeah. the guy that's on yeah, the yeah, he, yeah, that Yeah, that makes sense. That's Old Fred's place! Hey, yep. old Fred! Yep. Uh, I mean, yeah, the only other thing I got, all creatures in the previous Tremor movies are named differently. Graboids, Shriekers, and Ass Blasters. However, in this film, the baby Graboids are named Dirt Dragons. Dirt Dragons! There you go. Uh, so now, the fun facts are over. We have your questions. Ooh, Ooh in my A. Yeah, that's right. Busy, <laughs> <laughs> sweet, sweet A's. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so our first question oh on that note uh comes from cult 45 podcast check them out Woo! fuck mary kill john claude van damme steven seagal and chuck norris <laughs> present day oh i believe that was in big bold letters oh uh, who are the options again john claude van, van, van damme steven seagal chuck norris chuck norris well i think i gotta kill seagal yeah right because I'm definitely not marrying him or fucking him. Uh, let's go. Marry Chuck Norris, fuck Jean Claude. That sounds about right to me. Yeah. 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 I don't want to marry Jean Claude. I mean, no. I'm sure I'm sure he's well off, but I also assume Chuck Norris owns a country somewhere, or at least his beard does. I also just feel like Chuck Norris carries the least amount of funk, and if I'm gonna live day to day with someone. <laughs> I, I don't know, just purely based on their appearances, I feel like Chuck Norris carries the least amount of funk on him, even though he's got the beard. And he's also the oldest by like 20 years. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to inherit that. Also, But he seems to be the healthiest. I'm he not really lie. does, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll teach me his yoga ways. There we go. He's no, it, no it's uh, that... Uh, that a workout machine that him and Christy Brinkley oh, yeah. bought the like the slider with a couple handlebars on it or whatever. If I've learned anything from movie Steve, it's because he turns into a bear. That's true. He <laughs> is the spirit warrior. 
Oh, right. have we done Spirit Warrior on our podcast? No, we haven't, sweetie. Oh, Steve. <laughs> By the way, if you're listening to this right now, you probably have more of an idea of the <laughs> movies we've done on this podcast than my co-host. <laughs> we watch so many bad movies. I forget which ones we've actually talked about on air. <laughs> on air, okay. Because let's face it, honey, a four-hour drive is four of these podcasts for us. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Just That's discussing true. movies, recasting them. All right, you win this round. <laughs> <laughs> All right, from a More Gooder Than podcast at MGT Podcast. More Gooder Than. If you were allowed to drink one cocktail for all of 2018, what would it be? Old fashioned. Yeah, old fashioned. Old fashioned. Yeah, that was easy enough. Mm, <laughs> so hard. Yeah. Ooh, does a black and tan count as a cocktail? Sure. Probably not. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll allow it. Black, black and tan for you? Mm, I don't know. I do like an old fashioned. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to say no to whiskey. It really is. <laughs> All right. Well, that was easy enough. And then uh, from uh, Superiority Complex at Soup Complex, mm, what is one too. of the all-time great movies that you simply cannot stand? And I'm thinking uh, like AFI list kind of stuff. Yeah, that I just can't stand. How about you, honey? Titanic. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that one's a rough that's one. It's not an old one, but... Uh, I mean, there's some some of the older classics are a little rough because of like the runtime and just that you know they were made like 80 years ago and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah but I, see, I can forgive like an old movie because it's just like that's the style of the time. Like you know, I mean, that's just how movies were made, and that's how like a lot of the movies that are on there are not actually on there because they're great movies but because of what they did for the film industry that's why citizen yeah. kane is on there trust me nobody thinks citizen kane is the greatest movie in the world but it's what it did for the entire film industry that you can't take it off there if that movie doesn't happen we don't have film the way we have it today true yeah it's like um, it's like casablanca name another movie from the 40s Ooh, uh roman holiday what the 40s pretty sure it is i thought it was like 1960 multi multi Maltese Falcon? Okay, Maltese. Yeah, yeah, we're getting into the Bogart days. That's I love 40s. Maltese Falcon. Although I always want to call it the Maltese Falcon now, thanks to the Brew Club. Yeah, thanks, guys. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think movies. I don't um, know. If, I don't know. I know yeah. there's a lot of movies that people consider great that I think are truly awful, like Pearl Harbor, but I don't think it's on the AFI list. Yeah, not too many people think that's great, though. Mm. I don't think so, anyway. Yeah, uh, I guess I gotta go with Titanic, but maybe I gotta research this. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I'm trying to think of movies like this year that everybody seems to love that we think are shit, but usually it's quite the opposite because we love King Arthur, Legend of the King Sword. King Arthur is fucking awesome. Eh. You tell me a better King Arthur story with a kung fu scene. No one? Fact. Silence. I win. <laughs> I win. <laughs> Sorry, guys. She's got you there. <laughs> uh, Honey, when you use logic and facts, you can't be beat. Really? Yeah. So whenever I use logic and facts on you, I can't be beaten with, yeah, but that's not going to happen. All right, I'll take you back. Ovaries, override all of it. <laughs> <laughs> Ovaries over all. <laughs> Ovaries, overtake. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's our episode. Uh, yeah. Of course, hit us up on the Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that. Woo. And uh, th this month is also a time you can get yourself a nice little sweet Japan package. Woo. All you gotta do is go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, or, you know, just review us, preferably five stars. Five stars would be our favorite. But, um, and yeah, just, uh, take a picture of it, uh, send us a direct message on Twitter at EILF Movies, that's everything I, I learned, learned from, from 
movies. And uh, we'll put you in a raffle. We'll be drawing it in our year-end spectacular. With stuff we hauled all the way from Japan. Indeed. So that'll be coming up in about two weeks. We schlepped it on our backs. Right. All the way from China. Just like the Changs. <laughs> Japan. Oh, wait. Yes, Japan. Like <laughs> the Katsumoto's? <laughs> like the Toyotas? Toyotas? Yes. Anyway. anyway. Like the Nintendo. <laughs> ah yes, the Nintendo family. <laughs> Gary and Martha Nintendo. <laughs> Gary and Martha Nintendo. <laughs> uh, yeah. So until uh, next time, I'm Steve and I'm Izzy, and this is everything, everything I, I learned, learned from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody.